Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for the Customizing Culture podcast brought to you by Heat Press Nation. My name is Jared and I am super excited today because I have a very special guest from a company that I have just been following for a while now, pretty much ever since I started. I've been wanting one of their heat presses and uh, now we have them here. I'm here by none other than Greg Farmer from Insta Heat Presses. Greg, how are you doing today? Good, Jared. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. For the people who don't know Insta or may not know you, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so um, as you said, I'm Greg uh, with Insta, and I've been with Insta about two and a half years now. Um, and my background is actually in wholesale fashion. And okay. as happened to lots of people when the pandemic hit a few years ago, I, my career got shooken up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, Insta took a chance on me in a, in a new you know opportunity that was a little bit different than what I did before. And I'm really grateful for that. And uh, yeah, it's been great ever since. I love, I love the print industry so far. A lot of good people I've gotten to meet and um, looking forward to the future. So that's super interesting, actually coming from fashion, but not from print. I think a lot of us t-shirt makers, because I'm a t-shirt maker, a lot of us t-shirt makers, we kind of have this really like narrow view of like the fashion industry. Yeah, t-shirts, right? You make t-shirts. So I'm sure yeah. a lot of people would assume, oh, fashion industry, he must do t-shirts. But like, kind of like, what was your role prior to Insta then? Yeah, so I actually don't have a whole lot of apparel experience. My experience was mostly footwear, uh, watches, and eyewear oh, very um, before cool. I came to Insta. Yeah, so. It's like the accessories world. Accessories, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, kind of different, but also kind of adjacent, you know, like a, a lot sure. of the stuff I sold before probably gets sold alongside the stuff that our machines help make now. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's kind of cool, but yeah. Dude, that is, that is super cool. And yeah. so. What kind of brought you, what drew you to Insta in particular? So um, Insta has a really long, uh, successful history, and we are a family-owned company, for those who don't know. And kind of the cool thing about working there is that they really care about their employees. And that kind of came across when I was interviewing with them and stuff a, a few years ago and, and learning about the company. and. They really care, you know, they take good care of their employees. They really care about your future there. Um, I don't know, that's just nice as an employee. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this, had you ever heat pressed anything? Did you know what a heat press was? No, I, didn't, <laughs> I had no idea what it was. Like I'd heard of like embroidery and screen printing and you know what I mean? Of yeah, course, a lot of yeah. people have heard of that, but um, you know, d using a heat press to apply a transfer or something like that. I was not familiar with that at all. So yeah. <laughs> I, I asked cause I was the exact same. So like when I started at heat press nation, and I think I've told the story like a bunch on the podcast, Yeah. but basically I was just looking for a job. Oh, Things yep. were getting serious with my girlfriend at the time. Now we're married. Nice. Right. Yeah. So yeah. have a kid and everything. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but things were getting serious at the time. And I was like, Hey, I could do customer service. Right. Let me, uh. so I really, nice. I literally started at the bottom here. Nice. Uh, nice. customer service. And then, uh, I just really fell in love with it, which I think was kind of, so I was able to bring like, I come from a graphic design background. Okay. And yep. so that's kind of how, like kind of had my edge in. Um, but yeah, I, I too, I'd never touched a heat press and now I'm here and it's like, yeah, I, I definitely fall in love with the industry and yeah. like heat pressing. Now, now I'm a heat presser, been doing heat pressing sublimation side business, nice. all, all that stuff. So yeah, that's so awesome. it's been, it's been really interesting. And so I love uh, meeting and, and interacting with people who are now really deep in the industry and just started out with zero experience. I, yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah. I think it's exciting. For sure. No, yeah, it's it's 
cool. And it's been an interesting journey learning about the industry and delving into everything from, because I'm kind of a, a techie guy a little bit, and mm-hmm. that applies a little bit. You know, heat presses aren't super high tech, but it's fun to talk about the features and the temperatures and you know what i mean it's kind yeah. of nerd nerd out a little bit you know what i mean but yeah <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. like like at the so we met previously yeah uh, at the uh impressions Expo. was it impressions it was impressions yeah impressions yep. expo yep. and you showed me the 980 uh right? 780. 780 780 right yep the yep. insta the 780 the pneumatic for those of you guys who don't know go check it out uh the insta 780 it's a pneumatic dual station press you were showing it to me on camera and i'm like this is beautiful. Like yeah. I, I love, I could nerd out over gear, whether it's heat press gear or print gear or yep. guitar gear, whatever gear. Like I just, yeah. I love nerding out over gear. So That's yeah, cool. super yeah. cool. If you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about the history of, of Insta? Cause you, yeah. you mentioned you guys are a family owned company yep. um, with, with relatively deep roots. I mean, you guys been around for a little while now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think about 60, almost 65 years. I wow. think next year is 65. Yeah. So ni- 1959, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of entrepreneurs started a business. And at that time, they were selling custom transfers and heat presses uh, here in Southern California to like local schools and clubs and just kind of simple, you know, like that, like a local business. Um, a gentleman named Herbert Wells, who is a chemist, who is kind of the founder of like what Insta is today, sort mm-hmm. of. He bought them in 1969. Um, he was like helped develop Elmer's glue. He he's what? like a really accomplished chemist. Yeah. yeah. And so he started developing heat transfers, and he actually helped develop some of the very first plastisol based like screen printed wow. transfers which is kind of <clears throat> what the industry is like built on today oh yeah yeah for sure so um through the 70s and stuff like decorated t-shirts kind of like blew up and got really popular and helped insta grow and then in the 80s um herbert's daughter janet who is actually our president to this day she's still oh, our right on. acting okay. president yep she joined the company and her big push was like helping get Insta into international markets. So throughout um, the 80s and then the 90s, she became president. Um, we're now in 100 plus countries around the world, which Whoa. is pretty cool. Yeah. So that was kind of like her, <clears throat> you know, big project when she took over was doing that. Um, we've had licenses for everything from like Barbie to star wars stuff to mighty mouse to i mean we've worked with a no, ton of cool like you know over the decades um yeah so it's a, we've got a pretty rich history and a lot of experience um there you know my my boss chris saunders which if you ever see us at a trade show you probably know chris if you're in the industry <laughs> you probably know chris she's been with insta for over 30 years and there's oh, like wow, a ton nice. of people there that are like that you know 15 to 30 years with the company and so there's a lot of like deep um industry knowledge which has been really nice for me being new, <laughs> new to the industry because i'm like anytime i get a question there's somebody there that knows the, <laughs> the yeah, answer trained you know by I mean? the vets yeah exactly the yeah yeah, yeah. So for sure. And, and so all that industry experience, I mean, it's evident it comes out or I should say it translates to a really solid heat press. So can you, can you talk just a little bit about like what, what goes into making an Insta heat press or what kind of sets Insta heat presses apart? Because I know a lot of our, our viewers, our listeners, they might see Insta, they'd be like, Oh, that's a nice heat press. There's 50 other ones on the website. Like what, so what, like what makes Insta stand apart? Yeah. So, um, there's, 
couple main areas that we focus on, like when we're making it, let's say a new model or something like that, the engineering of the platen is, that's a huge part of what our, our engineers focus on is making a really, really solid, um, like perfectly machined <laughs> platen. Yes. Yes. Um, and then the, uh, materials that we use as well. So, and those are kind of the two main reasons why our presses might be a little bit more expensive than mm-hmm. some of the other ones, but <clears throat> our platens get the most even heat and pressure in the industry. Um, and that's because, you know, over the past 65 years, we've really, really perfected the platen so that, you know, you're getting a perfectly even press every single time that comes down. Um, all, most of our machine is made of cast aluminum. So mm. it's a really solid, heavy duty, um, which if you pick one of our presses up, you'll yes. notice that. <laughs> you'll be like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> but so I mean, it, that, it is They'll heavy. take a beating though. They take a beating. I, yeah. Yep. So yep. I, I'm still <clears throat> involved in sales here. And it's funny because sometimes, you know, we'll get a call just straight up. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you, you got to kind of work the cut, not work a customer, but like, they'll, you know, talk to them, figure out what they want. And sometimes they call up like, I want an Insta 256. Okay. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, sure. And it's almost a little too easy for me. Right? I'm like, <laughs> sure. Do you have any questions? Like, oh, no, my old Insta finally broke down. I'm like, oh, just curious how long have you had it? Oh, I think I bought it in the 70s. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, not not bad, bad to get 30, 40 years out of a heat press. Yeah. Um, really quick, if I could just backtrack a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure, yeah. You were talking about the, the evenness of heating uh, in the heating element. Yep. Can you explain <laughs> to me and to our listeners, viewers, whatever, everybody, all you cool people, <laughs> can you explain to us what really, like, like what's the difference and what's the, uh, what are the advantages to having that versus like your run-of-the-mill Amazon press? Because yeah. I hear this a lot. <laughs> people are, are coming to us, you know, oh, my Amazon press, it's like, it's, you know, there's like a 50 degree, 60 degree difference oh, in temperature across yeah. the plate. <clears throat> like, can you kind of explain to us the advantages of, I kind of compare the two and explain the advantages? Yeah. yeah so some of those um, less expensive presses, <clears throat> they're probably really more made for like hobbyists who are doing almost like iron on type stuff. You know what I mean? It's almost mm. like that. And which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're trying to make a product that you want to be professional quality, you really need a professional quality heat press. It's yeah. it's the the transfer product, you know, whatever you're using, if it's DTF or it's white toner or it's a screen printed transfer or whatever, that's really important. But the heat press is just as important, if not yeah. more important um, than that. So um, some of those cheap ones maybe, and, and they're all different, but it could be that they have multi-zone heating. Um, and it kind of cracks me up because I'll read some of the descriptions when I'm researching and stuff. And some of them will be like five zone heating element, like as if that's a feature, (laughs) that's not a feature. That's a bad thing. Um, so, cause what happens is it's very difficult to make all those zones actually heat at the exact same time. It's almost impossible. Right. And so that's why somebody's like, how come when I test the temperature here, it's like 30 degrees different than over here or, or whatever. Um, so that's part of it. Um, the materials, um, the pressure they get is probably not going to be very even because the materials, maybe they're, you know, the platen is made from some kind of like sheet metal or something like that. It's not like a solid cast metal. Um, so that's, that's part of it. Um, and then just, you know, the construction quality to, if you're making a heat press that you're going to sell for $300 instead of three or $4,000, you can't, it's 
you can't make money unless you just whip them out as fast as you can. You right, know what I mean? Right. So These things like, are obviously not getting quality tests. Yeah. So yeah. I actually had yeah. an experience with that. One of my buddies <clears throat> asked me to come take a look because I've done everything here. I used to be in tech support. Okay. Right. So yep, he, yep. he knew I worked tech support for heat press company. He goes, Hey, come take a look at my press. I'm like, it's not one of ours. Like, I, you know, whatever he goes, yeah. just come up. So I went to go check it out. And, and in the center of all of his t-shirts, they would peel or they wouldn't transfer. Oh, okay. And so I was like, what the heck is that? And so, so finally we, we get a, a ruler or a yardstick. We hold it up to the press and then the platen was just, it was oh, bowed. Yep. Yep. And I was like, dude, where'd you get this press? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's my buddy's old Amazon press. I'm like, oh. That's why that explains yeah. it. <clears throat> and so like, it's these shortcuts that, that these, you know, lower end manufacturers take. And that, that's basically, that's, that's where it shows its ugly face Yeah, is, yep. you know, <clears throat> a boat element like that. And then there's no fixing that. No, not really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it could be, uh, like you're mentioning in that case, it was getting no pressure in the center cause it was bent or it could be on some of them. Maybe the, one of the heating elements is, off completely or off temperature and then that's why you know there's a lot of reasons but yeah yeah for sure yeah and so like the evenness of of heat and pressure is like you said it's kind of second to none yep when it comes to insta are there is there anything else like about the press that you guys are just like yeah that's an insta press baby (laughs) (laughs) well this is okay so this is gonna be going back to me i I like to nerd out about like specs and stuff Mm. but so our our presses um for the most part get much higher pressure than um any of our competition really too and can do that and can perform that consistently without compromising the machine Mm. um do you really need that for every application? Maybe not, but <laughs> right. I just think it's cool. Like for, you were talking about the 780 that can run at 110 PSI Jeez. for full, you know, all day manufacturing capabilities. And for yeah. reference, the average t-shirt transfer is pressed at what PSI? Probably 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. you probably don't need that, but there are some, um, like some of the new DTF printers I've been reading about and stuff. They actually do require significantly higher pressure. Okay. Maybe not 110, but maybe up to 70 some of them um so you know so it actually is kind of nice especially with some of the new technologies and stuff that are coming out but yeah yeah Dude, most of the time you don't need it but yeah yeah but it's good to have it yeah it's good to have yeah, it for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah. all right so now i know there's a lot you guys have a really solid line of heat presses available at heat press nation you guys all right be sure to check it out um but like really quick so for those people who are they're shopping for a new press uh, I'm a big fan of the 256. I see the 256 everywhere. Yep. Um, and the 256, it's the manual uh, swing away 16 by 20 heat press. Um, what what kind of shop do you think would benefit most from the 256? And then maybe if you have some other favorite heat, I don't, I don't know if you're allowed to have favorites. Yeah. Have, have <laughs> oh, have I some, do. Oh, good, good, <laughs> yeah. okay. Maybe you can kind of talk us through some of your yeah. other favorites and what what are people actually using these things for? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so the 256, as you mentioned, it's a manual. It's a swing away. um, And almost every press we make is a swing away. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason for that is when a swing away comes down, it comes down with almost perfectly even pressure again, which is like what we're all about. Um, A clamshell uh, does not come down with perfectly even pressure. Clamshells have their place and everything, but uh, that's why we focus on swingaways. But so the 256 is going to be great for maybe like a screen printer or um, maybe an at-home business or somebody who 
it's not necessarily like a super high volume because it's it is manual. So right. if you're doing super high volume, you want to graduate to one of our automatics. What do you kind of um, what do you define as like super <clears throat> high volume? To me, that's something that you have to define for yourself okay. because <laughs> our our two fifty six is perfectly capable in terms of from um, like a quality standpoint. And from the machine lasting for a long time, it can do high volume. It's just that you're going to be cranking the handle oh, every time. Oh, right. So it's like the human, like how many times, how yeah. long until your arms give out? It's, exactly. You got it. And so the machine will last longer than your arms. It, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it will. So got yeah. It. So like if you're doing, I, I, I would say jobs in like the thousands of pieces, you mm. should be doing, I would think, um, an automatic Um Unless you're just like trying to get jacked or something, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm thinking right now, I'm like, dude, if I had to do a thousand shirts, I'd be ripped, bro. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like the first thing to think about is is the volume you're doing um, and then what exactly it is you're going to be doing, right? So if you're doing sublimation on something bigger or something like that we have larger format presses right? okay we have like a 288 which is the 256 is like bigger brother kind of or whatever you and that's like say. a 20 by 25 20 yeah 20 by 25 20 by 25 inches yeah inches yeah. yep yep so that's the other thing to kind of think about is what you're doing but a lot of people are doing the front of shirts right that's yeah. pretty common so it's it's perfect for that. It's very dressable. Um, you can easily slide the the shirt around it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes, uh, it doesn't come with, but you can order uh, from Heat Press Nation, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a plethora of different um, accessory platens and things like that that are quick change. Got so, it. Very cool. So, and yeah. those, those do come in handy. Like real oh, yeah. quick plug, like shameless plug <laughs> for the interchangeable little platens, like especially if you're doing stuff like tote bags, backpacks, yeah. or just sometimes you just need a smaller area, dude. And so, yeah, just yep. quick shameless plug for those. You don't want to pass those up. All right. <laughs> it's, good. it's good for that. But yeah, but the it's a, it's a compact form, you know, pr- relatively speaking, and it's not too, too heavy. I mentioned our presses are made with real like solid metal. So they're a little heavy, but you could have it in your garage. You could have it, you know, in the side of your screen printing shop and it won't take up too much space you know what i mean you don't need air like our automatics are air powered so you need air so it's good for somebody who's looking for like those kind of solutions like not too much space not a crazy amount of volume but still really professional high quality consistent results basically love it yeah and you mentioned you have a few favorites what would you say (laughs) i don't know do you have like a top three top five i don't know yeah well so my i mean because because i'm like a nerd about the specs like we said i I, the 780 right now is my favorite that's our new one it's it's there's so much cool stuff you can do in the controller with different presets it's um just like watching it go back and forth and perform the presses because it's fully automatic so Mm -hmm. the operator doesn't even have to touch it if they don't want to is it controlled by Um, a foot switch or yeah it can it's got a foot switch that you can control or you can control with a button or you can turn it on fully auto and it'll just go and you just load and unload like on a timer yeah you you choose all the times everything oh that's sick yeah it's pretty cool so completely automatic completely jeez that's legit if you want to that's like a learning curve you gotta kind of get used to it yeah yeah Yeah, but yeah. yeah yeah um it's pretty cool yeah. So yeah. Oh, that no, it is pretty. That's sick. my favorite right now. But <laughs> seven eighty. Yeah. What's uh, what else is on the list of favorites? Um. So, 
are, and people probably aren't as familiar with this one because it's a specialty uh, press kind of, but mm. our 907, uh, which you can also get from Heat Press Nation. Um, but, and I think y'all might have sold a couple of those this year already. But, um, but so that one is also a dual shuttle. Um, it's a small, kind of a small format. It's a six oh, by six. Yes. So, and then we do accessory platens that are, uh, two and a half by two and a half. Oh, for real? See, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, I, I saw these things. I didn't even know that one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. So that that one's cool for like um, high volume labeling mm -hmm. or maybe like small chest branding. Doing if you're doing like a whole bunch of sleeves or something like yeah. that. I, yeah, I love a neck label upsell. Oh like, yeah. I think I think <clears throat> adding and I think people out there, if you guys have your own shirt shop, uh, you need to be offering custom neck labels. I think it's just it's such an easy upsell yep um it's it adds so much value to your customers it adds value to your to every order um dude i don't know why more people aren't doing that and yeah. so a cool one cool thing that um people are starting to do with neck labels too from like a branding perspective mm -hmm. is putting like a qr code in there genius yeah. i hadn't thought of that yeah we, we've our transfer division has some customers that are doing that and like so we print this the transfers for them and it's got like a little qr code that not only has like information about i don't know you know how to wash the shirt or like the stuff like that yeah. um but it also has like maybe it goes to like a video about their brand or something so like sick. that it's cool it's really cool see you yeah. guys you guys are getting all the good information here start <laughs> adding qr codes to your neck labels yeah yeah that, that's genius because it's it's very valuable real estate because Everybody sees it. Yeah. I mean, sorry, yep. every owner of the shirt sees it. So yeah. Yep. When I go to pick my shirt and I'm pick I'm looking for my favorite shirt in my t shirt drawer, right? You always see that neck label first. Yep. If you're yep. folding it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm like, I think a lot of people are, but I'm the type of person that like, I see a QR code. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to scan it. Cause I'm like, what, scan what's it. in there? You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. super cool. Yeah. All right. So, so really quick, just because I think it's mostly cause I'm curious. Cause yeah. again, I, uh, I remember just going to the show, seeing the 780 and just being just thoroughly impressed by, by that. And then my wheels start turning. I'm like, dude, I could offer like such high, like so many, I can start taking like bulk orders. So my wheels are spinning, right? But what, what kind of shops are truly benefiting from having uh, the 780? Or you mentioned you have you have another, like like not a dual station, but like a single yeah. station air-powered heat press? Yeah, we, ha we have a, a handful of different options there. Um, our, our best seller in like a pneumatic or an automatic um, heat press would be our 728, okay. um, which is just a single station, like you said. And it is a swing away. As I mentioned, that's what most of our machines are. Um, and that's a 15 by 20. So kind of like the automatic version of the 256, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and those are um, higher volume. Obviously, you just push a button and the machine operates. Um, they're also a, can get a little bit higher pressure than our um, manual machines can. Uh, right. All of our machines get pretty high pressure, but um, the automatics, because they're being pushed by air rather than your arm. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can really crank them up. Uh, uh, you know, we don't recommend above a hundred PSI, but we have, I mean, this is kind of unique, but we have people that do all kinds of stuff with our presses besides decorating t-shirts. Yeah. Just if anybody's curious, it's kind of interesting, I think, but doing specialty manufacturing and molding plastics into things and stuff like that, which is cool that you wouldn't really think of. But, um, but yeah, so if you're going to graduate from a manual to an automatic, um, 
it's kind of like, are you doing the volume to justify it? And then if you are, um, you know, I think it's a great opportunity because you can start, like you're saying, you can start taking bulk orders. Like if somebody's like, Hey, I need you to do 5,000 shirts and all you have is like a little yeah. <laughs> press you got from Amazon or something, it's not going to come out very good. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's going to take you like days to get that done. So yeah. yeah. So that's, I think that's why you would graduate is mainly the volume, but also there are, you know, some quality aspects, um, not so much necessarily with our presses, honestly. Our mm. our manuals get just as even pressure as our automatics do. But I think maybe if you're going from like a, a, a cheaper manual or something mm. like that to one of our automatics, you're going to immediately be like, wow, I don't have any mistransfers or like right. yeah, things like that. Consistency you know? is so huge because if somebody's ordering 5,000 shirts, they're not ordering it for their family reunion. Right, right. These are, these yeah. are like big brands that you're going to be connecting with that you'll be able to connect with because of your, your higher output abilities, but they're not going to be cool. If even oh, yeah. if, if even a, even a 1% failure rate on their shirts, that's not acceptable. You have to have a hundred percent perfection on the finished product. So that's why that's another reason why I would say go for, you, you gotta have a high quality press. And then I know the price tag scares some cheapskates away. I'm, I'm a cheapskate, right? <laughs> I'm like, so cheapskate speaking here. All right. Um, but like on a 5,000 shirt order, you're, you should be paying for the machine. Like, yeah, you can oh, yeah. have it. You can yeah. have it paid off in a handful of orders. I know it seems like a big investment. And, and if you're coming from doing like fulfilling like 10, 20 shirt orders, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But if you yeah. really consider the new league, you literally like the new league that you'll be playing in, uh, it doesn't take a lot no, to, for sure. to get that thing to pay for itself. Absolutely. So. Yeah. You, I, if you're uh, genuinely getting business coming in, I mean, you'll it'll pay for itself in less than a month. I would I would think. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it really it really yeah. could. Yeah, yeah. Like my even and kind of on a smaller scale, like my mug press. Right, I went and I bought. Uh, I had just started. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a little. Sorry, I, I had just started. And I bought my heat press stuff, and then when I went to go buy my sublimation stuff, I didn't have any orders lined up. I just wanted it. Yeah. Right. right. Nerd. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I get the I get the the S, at the time I got the SG four hundred. Okay. Uh, and then the sig, you know signature heat press. And in my first order, I sold a case of mugs. And in my nice. first order, I had paid for most of it. And then within a few orders, I had paid for all of it. And that's a go. small scale. And so with that in mind, I know once you have, especially once you have like the pneumatic going and you can yep. just crank yep. shirts and you're ordering transfers, which I do want to talk about. Yeah. You know, you're ordering transfers. So you're really not spending a lot of time in production. The average shirt, Absolutely. you know, you're heat pressing. I don't know. What, what would you say? Like, once you get the ball going, right, and you're in a production run, you have your your workspace set up properly. Yeah. How long are you spending per shirt on average? Oh, uh, with with an automatic, it, I mean, it de just depends on your dwell time. So if you get good at dressing that, like, um, you know, we the R and D guy at our facility, he does all the research and development for us. He's been in the industry forever. He can like dress a shirt in like half a <laughs> second. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. bam, bam, bam. And I'm not quite that fast, but um, but you know, you get the shirt dressed. You get the transfer lined up and depending on how experienced you are, that can take anywhere from like 10 to 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then if your dwell time is 15 seconds, then you're doing a shirt in less than a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, potentially if you're as good as Sean, our R&D guy, <laughs> you're doing a shirt in like 25 seconds, you know, but yeah. 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 So which which if you're <laughs> if you're ordering transfers like from Insta, like 
you're, since you're not spending any time cutting, waiting to me, because I started in vinyl and I okay. love vinyl. Yep. I will yep. always love vinyl, right? But the truth, truth be told, if I'm making an order of vinyl shirts, every shirt's, if you include the cut, weed, yeah. And press time, every shirt's taking me a few a few minutes. For sure. At least three to five, sometimes seven to ten. Yeah. Depending on how intricate the, the design is. Yep. Um, and that's, you know, if it's multiple colors, we're getting into more time versus ordering transfers. If you have an efficient heat press, an efficient transfer system, dude. Yeah. Even at one minute per shirt, like if time is money, that's so much money you're oh, making. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So yep. so really quick, <clears throat> Insta kind of I, I don't know. Is it, is it fair to say you guys kind of cut your teeth in the beginning on transfers? So or has it always been like transfers heat press? Yeah, it's always been both. Okay. Um, okay. But I do think like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of our history in the early, like maybe in the seventies and things like that were ar uh, around um, creating new products for the transfer industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and we still are. Uh, I mean, to this day, we're constantly working on new products. We're working on some stuff I probably can't talk about yet okay, right now, right, but right. I can tease it a little bit, but we're working on something right now that's like a, a new eco-friendly transfer um, nice. that we're all really excited about. Um, we have some really cool specialty transfers that we do right now, like Puff, and we have a, a few different water-based options. And so, so I would say that in terms of like, at least in the beginning of our company being kind of revolutionary or new technology was kind of focused on the transfers, but then eventually that turned into also trying to create like the perfect heat press is my understanding. Nice. So, so they go very yeah. much hand in hand. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you guys still offer custom transfers, right? We do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And what so, you say are some of your best sellers. So that's hard to say. We do, we do a lot of, um, large, really high volume stuff for some okay. really unique, uh, folks, which is kind of cool. Um, there's been a number of years where we've done um, part of the um, Olympic uniforms for no the transfers oh, that's, for that's them. Awesome. Yeah, that's for, legit. Like the, uh, I think it was two years ago, two or three years ago. It was one of the first ones after COVID. I think mm -hmm. um, almost every single country at the opening ceremony, part of their uniform was a transfer that we had printed. That's Whoa. pretty cool. You know what I mean? That's amazing. So, yeah. yeah. So, so we do cool, like unique stuff like that. And um, we play in a bunch of different industries and stuff. But I think in terms of like our actual transfer product that people get like most excited about, it's probably, we call it um, high density. Mm -hmm. um, it's technically a puff transfer. Um, but we always have really cool designs at the shows and stuff. If you come check out our booth, uh, like, uh, I think at impressions we had the dragon face. I don't yes, know if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it's like, it, it puffs like way out of the shirt and it looks like super 3d and that's kind of oh, cool. That's legit. I but love yeah. messing with the puff stuff. Is yeah. it like a softer or like a more rigid? Just curious. I'm just yeah. curious because hey, I'm a presser, man. I want to try yeah. this stuff out. Ours, uh, it's pretty soft, I think. Okay. Um, cool. If you do the and I and I think this is how a lot of them work. I don't know for sure about everybody's, but ours, um, kind of the heavier the weight of like the line or the design, the more it puffs out. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. So like, if you had like on the dragon face, the way. Um, our, and this was our R&D guy that came up with this pattern, but uh, Sean, he he had like empty space in there and then like some parts were like really thick and some parts were really thin and it had like these multi-layers. It was really cool. That's sick. If you play around with the artwork and stuff, yeah, it's cool. I, I got to try that out. I'm always, yeah. I'm always on the lookout for like new stuff to include. 
because like I do customs and then I have like my own t-shirt line. So like, yeah. I am like, that's why I, I love being in this industry. Cause it's like, I get like the first hand, like what's cool. What's new, yeah, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Is, yeah. is there anything on the horizon for Insta that you can share? I mean that honestly, that's, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. talking about the puff thing. I know, I know we carry like puff vinyl that people can custom cut themselves, but okay. yep. if I want, uh, if I need to make a hundred t-shirts with puff, sometimes I just don't feel like weeding. Oh, you, you know, yeah, I think yeah. there's a certain point <laughs> to where, you know, you, you reach that kind of like the point of like how, like when does it stop being cost effective? Yep. Oops. When does it stop being cost effective to cut things myself? And when should I outsource? It's actually a big conversation we have, you know, be, you know, between our customers in the, you know, especially in the small business owners that are kind of scaling up. Yeah. It's like, Hey, when do I stop cutting? Because, you know, they love the puff vinyl or they love like certain, certain products. And it's like, yeah, but now I'm fulfilling, you know, 200 pieces, 500 yeah. pieces. And it's yep. like, when do I make the jump? So, yeah. So I, I love hearing that these products are available because I want to try them. Yeah. And then sure. I want to yeah. tell people about them, you know? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Right on. It's yeah, that's cool. cool. But yeah, like what's what's on the horizon right now? Yeah, yeah. So we I mentioned we're working on a, a new transfer product, an eco-friendly transfer. So we're excited about that. I can't talk about it much yet. But and then uh we have a couple new machines coming out in spring Ooh. 2024. Very which nice. I can talk about them a little bit. So we're coming out. So we have um a really awesome hat press that a lot of people know in the industry, our 418, and we're coming out with an update to that. Um, oh, very cool. So it's going to be, it's going to be called the 420, I think, but, mm -hmm. um, it's going to have a touch screen now. It's going to be basically the same, like solid, you know, cast aluminum, really hardcore, heavy duty design yes. that you know and love, but there's going to be some updates like a touch screen. And I think a couple of other, couple of other features, but, um, we're also coming out with a version that's like going to be on like the same like chassis or however you want to say it as mm -hmm. the as that machine but it's going to be instead of a curved cap platen it's going to be a little six by six platen mm -hmm. so this is going to be awesome for people who are doing like chest branding neck labels nice. all this kind of stuff but don't necessarily do the volume um where they need like our 907 Right, right. It's going to be perfect for that. Um, well, I'm really excited about that one because I think there's like a huge opportunity for people, you know, people working out of their garage or people who like you, it's their side gig or whatever, where they like, they don't need a $5,000 like label press, but they want to be able to, to have those capabilities. Right. This is going to be super affordable, but it's still going to be like Insta quality. So I'm, I'm excited about that Dude, one. Dude, yeah. that's super but cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I'm like, I'm like pumped. I'm so glad that we we're able to talk to you today. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped on Insta. Like I said, like I, when we look at, um, when we look at like, uh, cause I watch all the videos, right? Yeah. I watch everybody's videos. I love, <laughs> dude, I'm like, if I'm on YouTube, I'm like watching heat press videos. Yeah. Um, and what I think is, is so interesting is that when I'm watching the white toner stuff, um, and it, from forever, the magic touch, everybody's always rocking a 256. Uh, yep. And then uh, I know you guys actually developed the uh, the forever signature, I think it is. The, it's like a special edition. The forever Insta or the Insta forever edition. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you guys have that like, like 
it's got to feel cool to be like the press of choice for, for cool. everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I think that really comes down to, as we've talked about a few times already, the evenness of the heat and the pressure. Yeah. Um, white toner is a really cool technology, but it can be a little bit more finicky than like some. Yes. So, uh, um, but it's a very cool technology and it's a high quality technology. And if you combine it with a high quality press, like an Insta, it works really, really well. Um, yeah, I've noticed so. that when we use like Insta and like high quality, like basically the better quality your heat press, the less problems you're gonna have with like yep. the AB peel. Everybody stresses over the AB peel. Okay, yep. And yep. we've tested it. You could do the AB peel on even like our signature series, which is great press, not quite an Insta, but it's great, great press, especially for that like mid range, sure uh, price point. Yeah. Um, the one thing I've noticed when you when you move up to the Insta is the AB peel is just it's butter, dude. It's oh, just it's yeah. just so much easier, um, and it kind of eliminates the finicky quality yep. of, of the white toner stuff. And real before we go, I do want to talk about like Insta for DTF because DTF sure. it's like an emerging technology. <clears throat> uh, I, I feel like it's all the rage right now. Yeah. And can you kind of talk to us about why Insta is such a good press, even for like for that application and all sorts of applications? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of similar to why it's good for, there's a, a couple reasons. One of them is kind of similar to why it's good for white toner in the evenness of the heat and pressure. Mm -hmm. I mentioned too some of, at least some of that I've seen of the new DTF um, transfers, they do require higher pressure than like yeah. a traditional transfer. And so that's a factor that we can achieve with an Insta. Um, the other thing though gets into... Like if you get a, a you know, a, a roll to roll DTF setup, all of a sudden you can do crazy volume. I mean, you can just print transfers like way faster than you can even yeah. use them almost. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And so from that point of view, if you want to keep growing your business, you need to be a little bit more automated. And so something like the Insta yes. 780, um, the the heat press sort of becomes the bottleneck, I guess you'd say, if you yeah. can just print transfers as fast as you want, anytime you want. And so if you can get like a fully automatic machine like the 780 that can just be going, 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 and your operator can just be cutting your DTF and printing them and just fly. I mean, you can fly. I mean, you can yeah. do crazy volume. Um, so that's, a, that's another reason why, but yeah. I love it. It's like basically like you have this dope DTF setup but you're not using it to its full advantage unless you have the complimentary heat press for, for it. sure. For yeah. sure. I yeah. love it, dude. Dude, super <laughs> cool. Well, I have to ask, do you have any like, cause it's cause for us here, we're all about like the creators. We're all about the people boots on the ground. Yep. Uh, I know, you, I know, I know you guys at Institute are obviously making product for, for such a crowd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what kind of advice do you have? I know like you bring, you definitely bring a lot of experience, um, with your, not, not just your, your, your background here at Insta, but also like your fashion background, like what advice do you feel that you could share with our, with our boots on the ground? For me, I'm kind of envisioning like small business person okay. ready to scale up, yep. started in the, in their <clears throat> bedroom, moved to the garage. And now they're like, Hey, business is great. We're ready to scale and take the next step. What kind of advice do you have for them? Yeah, I would say, um, Take care of your customers <laughs> for yeah. one thing, but and what and one of the best ways to take care of your customers is with the quality of the product that you provide them, and that quality comes from a 
you doing your research and you learning your industry really, really well and knowing what's on the cutting edge. And like, like Jared's talking about, he's like, I watch all the videos, you know, that's great. I mean, educate yourself, go out there, watch videos, learn the techniques, learn the ways to, to do new cool designs or new technologies. And then also, you know, getting equipment that's high quality is part of that. I mean, you're, you can know everything and be like, have all the information, but if you're using like a $300 heat press to apply, <laughs> it might work for six months or something, but eventually right. oh, that's such a good you're going to have problems eventually and your customers are not going to be happy and hopefully they won't leave you, but they could. So take care of your customers and, and high quality, um, you know, apparel is the way to take care of them. I think. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, like your customers don't care if your heat press broke down. No, they, yeah, they, they, they don't. Do not they don't, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if, if I hope it doesn't happen to you, but if it does, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> they're and they're not going to care. And if you're doing the, you know, big enough orders where your heat press breaking down could, you know, hurt a relationship with a customer or something, you probably should have two heat presses at that point yeah. is my recommendation. I know it's a big investment. It is, but... um you know, it's an investment in the future of your business. So yeah, yeah, I've heard some people say like, "Hey, I have my first press. I'm gonna sell it and upgrade." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. Just save a little bit more." Yeah, you you gotta have that backup press yep. for sure. I agree. Yeah, yep. very cool. Well, Greg, dude, I really appreciate you coming by, sharing the Insta story, sharing yeah. your wisdom with us. Um, real quick, where can everybody? I mean, I know they could. You guys could find uh, Insta at HeatPressNation.com. Um, but yeah, we're going to turn it over to plug your Insta socials or where they can find you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, like we're on YouTube, just Insta graphic systems on YouTube. Um, and we have a ton of, uh, like educational type videos on there. So if you're, if you get our 256 or something like that and you're like, Oh, how do I do this? Chances are, we probably have a video that covers it. Um, you can also go to our website, instagraph.com. And there's like a blog on there with great information. There's also more videos on there. Um, and then of course we're on, you know, we're on, um, Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and all that good stuff. You can find us. But I would say if you're looking for information about our presses, YouTube or our website, probably your best bet. So awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come out and yeah. talk to us today. Everybody. This has been the customizing culture podcast brought to you by heat press nation. My name is Jared Barbosa, and again, today joined by Greg Farmer from Insta Heat Presses. Greg, thanks again, man. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate awesome. it. We'll see you around, guys.